Today, I'll be interviewing Ozzy, the BS Filter. Now, Ozzy is one tough cookie. He does like to crack down on YouTubers. He likes to cut the shit and just get right to the point. So, if you need a safe space, I do not think this is going to be the one. You may want to be prepared to be a little bit offended. Ozzy is the man. Now, he is the coin father. He doesn't bullshit around. You know, he, he gets right to the point. And again, he likes to, you know, kind of cut into YouTubers. He doesn't quite like Adam Meister. And um, Ozzy personally likes to come after me, myself. And uh, I, I, I can take it, you know. Um, every time Ozzy says something about me, I kind of try to take it into a uh, constructive criticism perspective and try to do what I can about it. And if there's nothing I can do, well, fuck him, you know. <laughs> but Ozzy is the man, you know. I, I personally like the information he provides. I do watch his videos. Uh, I might skip around the ones where he's cutting into me personally, but I do like to watch the ones where he's cutting into other YouTubers, and it is awesome. Ozzy is great. I think people like him keep the YouTubers and the content creators on this straight and narrow when they're worried about somebody like Ozzy exposing them and cutting through this shit on his channel. So yeah, I thought it would be a good opportunity to have this gentleman on. I think that you, the viewers, the listeners, this audience could really use some of his information. Uh, he does get a little political, but you know, it's his channel. It's not just about crypto. It's Ozzy. Ozzy the BS Filter. It's not just a solely crypto channel only. You know, he has a lot more to offer than just crypto advice. So I highly recommend that you get over to that channel and you listen to some of his advice. I know I do, and I, I regret not. So, let's delay less no farther and get on with the show. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and play that intro music everyone loves. And uh, go ahead, let me know what you think in the comments below about this here interview. All right, guys, enjoy. Early 2011, it piqued my interest. Well, my name is Craig Grimes, and I first encountered Bitcoin when it was $3. My name is Cody Spearing. Um, I'm currently involved in Ethereum mining. What's up, though, man? What's up? How goes it, Kim Bozic? <laughs> How goes it, Trevon James? When I first saw your video, I felt so like, damn, my shit looks terrible. Like, yo, <laughs> yo this guy, this guy's great. He's going places. My name is Ryan Strauss. I'm a Bitcoin evangelist. I first like found out about Bitcoin in 2012 and pretty much becomes your entire life once you really uh, get into it there. Hello everyone, I'm uh, Brandon Rosano. I uh, am new to Philadelphia and this East Coast side of things. I'm Luciano, Luciano Valdez. Well, funny story about that is uh, I think it was host number two, Demetrius, that reached out to you initially and then he was telling me about silly stoner Ken and how he's like passionate about Bitcoin and I was like man this dude I don't know about this guy hey how goes it Ken Bozak here to talk about Bitcoin and Bitcoin accessories and talking about Bitcoin accessories why don't you go ahead and check out CryptoHWWallet.com to pick up your crypto hardware wallet today and if you already have a hardware wallet why don't you go ahead and pick up a genuine leather case that's CryptoHWWallet.com 
Hey, all right, guys. So today I'm going to be speaking with Ozzy from the BS Filter. Ozzy, do me a favor, brother. Please introduce yourself. Let everybody know who you are. Uh, let them know how you got into cryptocurrencies and let them know what you do now that you are in the industry. Uh, what's happening, everybody? Uh, I'm Ozzy. Um, I have a channel on YouTube called Ozzy the BS Filter. Um, I'm a businessman. I own and operate six, six companies all by myself. And I got into crypto about a year and a half ago by accident uh, in a hospital bed bored out of my ass. Um, so uh, the guy next to me was watching TV. They talk about Bitcoin and I got my phone. So I start. Uh, I start Googling it and for seven days straight in that hospital, I couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there to buy, uh, to buy Bitcoin. I slept like three hours in, those, in that week. I left that hospital so excited, upbeat. I mean, it like healed me without even, <laughs> it was amazing. So that was my uh, uh, introduction into it. And uh, I started off with a mining farm and um, uh, with some A4s and some A2s. And then uh, I bought in, um, I bought about 12 Bitcoin and I bought, they were on the 800s at then. And then I bought a bunch of Ethereum at 45, 50, and I bought a bunch of um, Litecoin at four bucks. And uh, I love it. I've expanded it. And I'm at a point now where I want to spread it, spread it in an honest and a truthful way, what it really is not just the money aspect of it. I mean, what it really can do for us um, in life, in government, in society, uh, for our future, for our retirement, for our children. Um, and then that's when I decided to make a YouTube channel and uh, I went from there. That's awesome because you touched on almost every single talking topic I have I have lined up for you. Um, you know, I wanted to know what got you, you know, to start your YouTube channel and um, maybe touch on what keeps you going and, and keeps you coming back to YouTube every day because you're very active on YouTube. So, you know, every, you know, I would like to know what got you interested in starting a YouTube channel. And then again, what keeps it going? What fuels you? Um, I had a rough growing up. I uh, I was broke most of my life, fucked up. I've had some bad days, and some way, somehow, I got myself out of it. And it's probably one of the most difficult things in your life is to turn it around from depression and bankruptcy, single, no life, to ambitious business, married, kids. It, 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 it's not an easy thing to do, and some way, somehow, I did it. And for years, I've been wanting to push that record button, Ken, for years, and I never gathered the balls, ever. And then finally, you know, we I belong to a community of about, we come from a small village in the Middle East, and they're very judgmental. So it was very rough for me to push that record button. I've been wanting to, so I can teach people how, what it takes to get out of that life you know a lot of people need need to know how or be walk through it or like i've been there you could do it you know they just need to see something hear something a little educational stuff a little push and when crypto came along i'm like wow these two go together so excellent they go perfect because 
it will knock you off whatever you're at. You don't need uh, millions of dollars to be, it, it takes anything. Um, and and uh, really that's what got me to push that record button finally. And what keeps me going is that, you see that chat in front of you, Ken? Look like, like for example, just the last comment, Ozzy has an awesome heart. You know what that does to me, man? That's like, that's like a drug to me. I mean, it, it makes me feel so good that I'm, I'm, it's working. It's doing, it's people like it. People are, I mean, you know, uh, and now I feel like obligated to it. And it, believe me, Ken, I mean, this costs me money. I don't do this for the money. I actually, I actually lose money doing this. Like, as a matter of fact, just the other day, I turned on my super chat a week ago. And I said, whatever you guys do in Super Chat, I'm going to match it. We're going to donate it to a local center. I got like $500 in three days. So I had to match it. And then they did it again. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> wait. So I, I made a, I made another video where I said, wait, wait a minute, guys. I got to slow this down. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to match it completely. I'm taking that back. We got to calm it down because now I'm if somebody – because one guy did 400 bucks by himself. If another guy comes and says, you know what, here's 10 Gs. Make sure you go live. I have to, I'm a man of my word. I live by that. So if I was to, uh, 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 if I was to say that some guy says 10 G's, I got to come out 10 G's in my pocket. I might not be able to afford it at that time. I got three kids, got to go to college. So I had to walk back a little bit of that after, of course, I settled everything and donated everything, not like in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that Make was sure a hefty that. donation, man. When I saw that was over yeah, $500, I was that like, was, wow. That was from uh, uh, the guy that owns Just Dice. Uh, website awesome guy real awesome guy great heart man great heart yeah I, I should try to reach out and get a hold of him because I, I checked it out and you're right that that is a great site um you know I wanted to cover on some of the things about being a youtuber since you're you know relatively still new to the scene but yet very well known in the community what are some of the best aspects of being a content creator and then what are some of the drawbacks and some of the things that you know man it almost doesn't seem worthwhile because of this so again, some of the cons, per, some of the pros, let me okay. know. Okay, well, let me, it's, this is really strange. Everybody has an act. Everybody in the world has an act. The minute we leave our doors, we have this persona, we have this personality, we have this, who we are, you know, who we wanna be and how we act. But when we're home, we're us. I cut the bullshit. Everybody has this thing. When I'm behind that, the, my camera, I get to be myself. And then when I'm at the office, I got to be the owner of a company. When I'm at church, I got to be the president of the church because I'm, I'm president of the church. When I'm, you know, I can't say fuck while I'm at church. I, I, I'm going over a meeting at a, with the, so I get to be me. I get to be Ozzy. I get to be cuss. I get to talk about crypto. I get to teach people the way I learned. I don't like to teach people textbook type shit. I like to text them. Uh, teach the real life uh, uh, ways of because of, uh, life is a motherfucker. Life is a bulldozer. And if you're not fully there, you will be ran over all your life. So I get to be myself. And that's what I love the most about being uh, a YouTuber, if you will. Uh, the cons, man, you know, some people, they, they have their own way of thinking and I'm, believe it or not, I'm a really emotional guy. 
So when a guy will post a comment, something, I have to, I can't ignore it. And I, I that's a bad thing about me. Uh, I, and not just do I have to like defend it and I go in depth. I don't like, I don't like somebody call you, hey, you're a liar. I don't just say, uh, fuck you. I believe it or not. I'm, a, I'm actually very professional on my comments and I, I like to go back and forth. Like why, what, what, what made you think I'm like, what? And it takes a toll on me, uh, uh, that like, it really takes a toll on me. And, and I'm just at. 1300 1400 uh subscribers so imagine at 15,000 uh uh you know and i think that's the one con i have is just the comment section i 99 of it's all love believe it or not it's all love but that one percent man it really gets to me and i wish i would learn how to just ignore it and i can't just delete it i, I can't do that i have to answer i have to defend i have to you know that's that's the only con i have to be honest yeah, I can I can relate. Um, I'm about to break, uh, I, I believe, five thousand subscribers on YouTube. Congratulations, brother! Thank you, Ozzy. And um, yeah, uh, I I have a bigger percentage of hate at the moment, but that's because I tend to talk about things some people hold dear in a negative light, and I don't blame them. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, and I do not delete comments. Um, I try my best, so I, I know what you're talking about. That can be quite a chore, considering that we do not get paid to do this. You know, YouTube isn't really paying your bills. And like you said, you're spending more creating content than you'll ever make back from it. You know, this is a That's, labor of love. It's funny you say that because today I wanted to, uh, you had mentioned you wanted to go live and I was out uh, running some errands and I'm like, you know what? I, my, my kids are going to have some friends over. There's no way. And then I was like, you know what? I need to finally do a setup in my room. I know I'm going to do this forever. I love it. It's not going anywhere. So I, I get some time to build a, uh, I'm gonna, I decided to build, I have a balcony upstairs. I, I'm gonna build a studio for me. And uh, um, and so I went and I bought a full setup. I bought a gaming computer. It comes with a fucking 1080 in the video. It, it's a, I spent, I dropped over two grand on a desk chair. I dropped two Gs just for them to make it as pleasant for them as possible because I love them, I, and I say it every video. I love you guys, and I mean it from my heart because they sit, they take sometimes an hour of their time, and an hour of time is a long time to listen to me. So that tells me that I need to make it as pleasant and comfortable as possible for them. Absolutely. No, yeah, the... Um... The amount of effort you put into your content is amazing. And the amount of effort you put into the time of your content is insane, to be honest. I mean, you know, you, you're a busy man. Uh, let, you know, uh, tell everybody maybe what you do for your day job and um, how that could tie into crypto as well. Well, I own, uh, let me start with the small ones. I own an income tax service, a couple of those. I own a couple, they also have DMV services in them. I own a chain of auto insurance offices where we sell all types of insurance. 99% is auto insurance. I own a used car dealership and I own a finance company where we uh, do subprime lending uh, for people that can't get approved anywhere else. Um, and I own everything all by myself. I have no partners. I have a, a, a beautiful, beautiful team of employees that run the company uh, with me. And, um, uh we got our first now i advert i just 
added uh, something Dash made a website to where you can add your business. And we added uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin and Dash signs at all the offices. We accept all the businesses. And we're, we're starting to uh, a, a market that we take crypto. And we got our first phone call uh, uh, the other day asking if we take crypto uh, to buy a car. And I said, absolutely, brother. And so he's supposed to come in in a couple of days. And that's hopefully that'll be our first crypto sale. And I want to, um, and I offer discount for people who pay in crypto, not to get away from any tax or anything, but to, to encourage people to use crypto more because they, crypto to everybody is just a lot of people of the space it's um it's, oh i'm gonna get rich i got my retire it's it's, a, it's so much more than that crypto is so much more than that it is uh, you know when people look at cryptocurrencies and see just you know green in their eyes you know it's almost like you don't understand it's uh like the internet when it was just email you know imagine uh thinking about netflix when the internet just came out, it would have been a pipe dream, you know, you're crazy. And that's sort of how I think you and me see Bitcoin. We're seeing it so far out. We seem crazy and everybody else is like, no, it's just money. It's just going to make us rich. But the technology that is bringing the value to Bitcoin is the most important part, not the fact of its value, but the technology behind it, why it keeps gaining value, the use cases and the strength of the blockchain. Uh, Ozzy, you said that you mine. You, what cryptocurrency are you mining currently? Litecoin, correct? Yeah, well, this is what happened. So I bought uh, 12 A4s and some A2s and I got them at a good price. And uh, I went on a vacation and I had some L3s I had bought before I left uh, uh, from Bitmain when uh, when people weren't rushing to buy them. So I bought them at like 1500 each and I left. I went on a two month vacation to Dubai, Lebanon and, and uh, you know the Middle East. I went to it, me and my family. Came back and I go on eBay and the L3 is going for 5,000. The A4s are going for 3,000. I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? So I put them up for sale and I was able to sell almost everything for triple what I paid for it. And oh my God. 4X. Except for one, uh, DJ Meat, he's one of my viewers. He's the only one I gave a discount to, 4,500. But everybody else paid 5,000 to 5,500 for those L3s. So yesterday, or two days ago, I was able to go on uh, a Bitmain. It was like a war. And I bought four more. So I have to wait and, uh, for a while to get those. But yeah, uh, uh, right now, there's a crazy thing going. Back in the days, in the gold mining days, the people that got rich were the ones that were selling shovels. And right now, the money is in selling the miners. Mm -hmm. uh, I was only able to uh, lock in um, four. I tried to buy 20, uh, um, but uh, I, I was only able to lock in four. You don't understand. It was the, the site was uh, going, uh, uh, you had to keep reloading. Keep, it, was, it was horrible. It was the worst experience. It took me like 45 minutes where it normally takes three seconds. Now, would you say mining is still cost effective at those prices for the cards? I mean, Look, the odds of making you made more money flipping the card than you would have ever made well, plugging it in. Well, so, no, that's wrong, too. I made a lot of money. Well, here's here's why it's wrong. When I was mining, Bitcoin was twelve dollars and I would only sell enough to pay my electricity. The rest were saved. So now it just hit ninety dollars the other day. And uh, I don't even want to tell you how much Litecoin I have. Uh, it, it, now it made money. But 
if you have the money to buy the proper equipment and you have the proper electricity, see, it's all got to fit. You can't just buy an L3 and you're going to make money. No, you got to have, uh, 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 you got to have cheap electricity, the, the best equipment, because the L3 is less electricity than the A4 and it does twice as much as the A4. So you're getting, <laughs> you're getting a big bang for your buck where, uh, uh, so you, you have to calculate a lot. Everybody's different here. I was paying almost 25 cents a watt here. It was ridiculous. My bill was like 2,500 a month. I even made a video about it. It's ridiculous, but I was still making money. At one point I was doing 12 coins a day and then difficulty started rising because Litecoin started going up and, and now, uh, now I'm at like three and a half coins a day, but my electricity bill is two grand. So, you know, I'm still making money, but is it worth it? No, I, so what I do is I buy them mine, put them for sale. If I get the right price, I sell it. That's the best advice I think I've ever heard about mining right there, Ozzy. That yeah, is you awesome. You got to keep, you got to keep, okay, this is what you, you sell the old constantly and you keep buying the new, but you don't, I mean, I know uh, uh, some people are going to hate me for this, but you, it, when you buy full price and you don't wait, like I would not suggest if you want to become a miner to go on eBay and pay full price. I do not suggest that. You got to get on Bitmain's website check it every day every hour check their check their twitter check everything see when it's going on find somebody in china to buy them for you at the right price but don't 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 go buy a farm and spend five grand on each uh miner now if you're going to do one in your house and it's just one you know that's not that's not a big deal you'll get your money back but if you're going to do a big farm it really makes a difference because to make money with a farm you need 20 of those and uh uh 20 of those uh, that's a hundred thousand dollars no that's not worth it you see where the so you have to buy them properly you have to get the right electricity and you gotta be you gotta sell when you get the chance to make money i'm gonna put a pin in a thought and hopefully i'll segue back to it but uh since we're mm -hmm. talking about litecoin uh you know we did Litecoin did I say we like I'm part of Litecoin. Uh, I mean, I got the tattoo, but I don't think that makes me part of the family. Uh, Litecoin, though, just got segwit not that long ago, and it's already having uh, Lightning Network tests between Charlie Lee and some others where he's sending one penny Litecoin transactions. Now, uh, he tweeted that with a quote saying that's one cheap coffee. Uh, what do you think about that with a course correlation to the Litecoin mooning, you know, going on and how much of that do we have going? Like how much farther do you think this kind of advances will go? Well, I, I believe Litecoin is still undervalued and I believe this pop has been, has been simmering for a long time and it was long overdue. It should have been at this price months ago. Uh, Litecoin to me is gold to silver. Uh, Litecoin to me is a cryptocurrency. To me, Bitcoin is not a cryptocurrency. To me, it, it is a store of value. Now, I know Tone Vase and a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Uh, and we even argued about it on, on my show once. And I, I disagree. I don't take gold or property to go buy uh, a computer. Like, I don't buy shit with my 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 bitcoin i'll buy stuff with my litecoin but i i just i see a difference so i believe litecoin is the true cryptocurrency and i believe bitcoin is the true uh, uh store of value 
like I believe companies should be buying other companies using Bitcoin. I believe countries should be selling their oil to other countries using Bitcoin. And that's where I see Bitcoin in the future, or it'll never hit a million dollars a coin if it's going to be used to buy coffee. I mean, come on. So Litecoin should be, my, my call is within 2020, at least $500 a coin. And that's why till now I have not sold one coin, only to pay for electricity. I agree. I, I don't use Bitcoin at all, actually, because I don't ever spend that much. And um, yeah, like you said, if I was going to buy you know, a house, maybe use Bitcoin. But uh, if I'm buying coffee, yeah, I'm using Litecoin. You know, the, uh, the, the cost of using that blockchain for that transaction is worth the use case. But, um, you know, I, I could see Bitcoin getting Lightning Network and eventually having these insanely cheap transactions soon as well. Now, once Bitcoin catches up, because Light, Litecoin is the Petri dish, it's the, it's the test net. So Litecoin's testing uh, SegWit, Litecoin's testing Lightning Network, and Litecoin will probably be first to have atomic swaps. But once Bitcoin gets all of this and Bitcoin is a is able to handle, you know, thousands of transactions a second, even pennies, because it's super you know, cheap to do the micro transactions on the Lightning Network on Bitcoin. Do you think that that will you know, affect Litecoin it, once Bitcoin does have the same cheap fees and super fast transactions as Litecoin? No, I don't think uh, it's going to affect it all. Let me explain why. Let me. Uh, to this day, 99% of the people that watch watch crypto and learning crypto have no idea how to use a wallet yet. A lot of people, they want to buy. They don't know how. They're still learning. It's going to take, see, to learn email, it might have took you like a couple days. To learn Bitcoin, it takes a longer time than that. To under comprehend what an address is, a private a private key is, a seed, a passphrase, it, that all takes time. So, for the uh, for Bitcoin to start using Lightning, I think it's only going to be the experienced people to use it at first. So people will still be using transactions for Litecoin transactions. I don't think it's going to affect. And I have a big problem with Lightning and SegWit and Shegwit and Fuckwit and all this shit. I don't believe we should be uh, creating this kind of stuff. Right? I think we need to create ease of use a hundred times more than we need to be worrying about SegWit and, and Lightning and atomic swaps. And I think we need to create ease of use. So my grandma, your grandma, your uncle, your dad, anyone well doesn't take two weeks to learn crypto it should take 10 minutes to learn crypto five minutes why does it take two weeks my mom and dad come over every day for the past six months go out look at my farm just to see it because they love how it looks and they ask me questions and they still don't comprehend what it is to this day it's been six months i teach them every day they have no idea why why we need ease of use. We need wallets that are a lot easier. We don't need wallets that are 16G, capital F, M, K, <laughs> 6, 3, 4, 9, and it goes on and on and on. We need to simplify. We need the technology. We need mass adoption. We don't need uh, 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 atomic swaps right now. We don't need 
um, lightning uh, transactions. So when you go to Starbucks, you have a separate account with that. We, I, it's cool, but that's not important right now. Important right now is technology to ease use. I had an interview in Dubai. I got interviewed by a, a coder who's going to start coding into crypto. He's a coder. He made a lot of apps and he wants to code. He wants to start uh, coding a blockchain. And I told him, no, don't do that. We have enough of that. He goes, well, what do you think I should do? I said, I think you should make a wallet that's easy for people to use. Uh, make ease of use. We make, you know, and it's it really started to sink into him. Like, you know what? You're right. He was a coder and it took him two, three weeks to understand uh, the technology and how it works and how to send and how to receive. And he lost money. As everybody's lost money in Bitcoin. Everybody, because they either sent to a wrong address or they uh, forgot their password, forgot, lost their keys, uh, their phone fell, uh, got lost. One way or another, everybody's lost. We shouldn't have that. We need to get rid of that. I don't lose my money every day. Have you lost? Do you lose your money every day? No. No, because if you lose your checkbook, you call, get another one. If you lose your credit card, you call, get another one. If you drop your wallet, you only have a couple bucks in there anyway. So it's, we need ease of use we need that is the most important aspect right now what i think we need that's why i don't even talk about lightning network in my channel i don't even talk about this stuff i know a lot about it but i don't talk about it. i don't discuss it because i don't think that's important right now to be honest with you no yeah uh you might be right i mean i do have two things uh okay, one, go, ahead, go ahead please please one uh one i'd have to say would be an honest way of seeing a, a reason why uh we we need segwit lightning and another one um, I kind of uh, feel cynical about, but uh, I'll explain. So the first thing, uh, we need you know, things like SegWit, Lightning Network, and we need to be able to make sure we can get more transactions done faster for cheaper before we make the, the on-ramp easier. So if Bitcoin were to get too many users and not be ready for them, that would be a very bad thing for the network, the blockchain and everybody involved. But if the blockchain is prepared for all of these users before it's easy enough for everybody to get into, we have something that may work beforehand. So I think we need to work on malleability. We need to work on transaction fees, transaction speeds, and then we can make it super easy for grandmom and grandpa to on-ramp into crypto. Second, I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, it's not. I don't oh, yeah, no, there's always yeah. other ways to see this. Yeah. And that's why I love talking to you. And I love that, you know, we have we have just as equally good arguments in different directions. But again, the other side, the cynical side to this, the reason I personally do like how difficult it is for everybody to get into crypto. And I mean this especially for people with lots of money. I'm talking people who want to buy $10,000 worth of Bitcoin or $100,000 worth of Litecoin the first time they hear about it or the first investment they want to make. I love that it is super hard, if not impossible, for that because I don't have enough yet and I don't want the price to rise that fast, that drastically. So I like that it takes people with $10,000 or $100,000 that want to invest into these assets. It's a, it's kind of uh, troublesome. Only because the people that can, you know, like me, that can only afford X amount to invest all the time, it's giving me more time to get in before that ease of access really triggers. And these, you know, really wealthy people can come on in and start raising that price above levels that, you know, I can start buying or I won't be able to buy whole coins anymore. So that's the cynical part. 
I really like that it's hard for people to get into this because it keeps the price a little bit lower for a little bit longer, but we all know eventually we can't stop it from hitting the moon. So that's my two cents on that. No, I, I, I completely agree. I don't disagree with you. I just, uh, like I said, I mean, I, I'm sure, I mean, the thing is about lightning, we don't know that much about it yet. I get every different YouTube has a different, uh, uh, well, we're not experts, man. We're just enthusiasts. If, if right, you're, right. if you know your shit and you know what the fuck you're talking about, odds are you don't have your own YouTube channel and you're making a YouTube video every day. Odds are, you know, your shit, you're probably working on a project, hiring a YouTuber to talk about your shit. Right? No, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about some off-topic. We'll segue back to some things. Okay. Great. I forgot what I wanted to segue back to a second ago. But besides um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin, what would you consider some other long-term cryptocurrencies, or are there any? Like, what do you think is in the top 10 or 20 that will still be around in the next 5 to 10 years in the top 10 or 20? I um, When I first started in the crypto space, I was a maximalist, man. Fuck everything. It's all about Bitcoin. And then as I studied it and learned more, uh, I started, I, you know, got into Litecoin. I invested in some Ethereum, even though I don't trust it completely. I, I, I actually just trade Ethereum. I buy it when it's low because I know it's going to go up. I sell it. I wait for dips, whatever. Um, but I do believe that there are some coins out there with, with, uh, with some life expectancy to them. I don't believe that every coin is going to disappear. I do believe a lot it's going to disappear. Um, but I believe in a few cones. Um, I believe in, I mean, do you want me to name them? Is that okay with you? Do you want me to name some? Yeah. If you don't mind, oh, if okay, you do, yeah. if you do um, name them though, let us know a reason why, you know, just okay. well, I, I'm going to name a few and then I'll go over why, uh, I'm heavy into, um, Neo. I'm heavy into, uh, Pivx. I'm heavy into Z classic. I'm heavy into civic. I'm heavy into toss. Actually, I'm very heavy into Toss. Uh, um, I'm heavy into Mysterium. I'm heavy into um, uh, Expanse. I'm, it, but here's the thing, though: I can afford to be uh, heavy in a in a in a uh, in a few different ones. I I can afford to speculate. Um, so that's not always good for everybody, you know. Uh, what I did is. Um, in the extra money I made with selling mining equipment, I took a percentage of that and put them into altcoins that I believed had a future. Like, for example, Adex. Adex is going to be, do you know how uh, Google has uh, AdWords where you can, um, uh, where, like, let's say I'm a business and they put insurance and then my insurance company will pop up? Some of the, for insurance, they're the most expensive. They can go up to a couple hundred dollars for a click and they don't necessarily buy. Adex is fixing that problem where you only pay for the clicks that actually clicked all the way and paid for it, but they did business with you. So that is going to change the whole advertising realm on the internet. If that, if they were, if they are able to implement it, the problem with alts is a lot of promises, you know, uh, uh, and no, not much action. The problem we're having is these developers are making all this money up front and they get lazy. They buy a Lamborghini, they go out traveling, and they forget about how they got rich in the first place. And then their coin starts diving down, which you see a lot of ICOs. They came out, a lot of people made money, uh, uh, and then tanked. Uh, um, so uh, another one, for example, Civic. 
uh, I use their uh, uh, um, I use their uh, uh, their app for identity purposes. It's beautiful the way it works. All they need to know is Civic said yes, this is him. He's yada yada yada, and that's it. I love that. You don't need KYC and all that bullshit. Um, I like Toss. Toss is a fund. They are a group of guys that buy and sell uh, coins, ICOs, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and cash. Now, cash, I mean money. They have a lot of money. And they every three months, they take all their profit. They take 25% for them. 25% goes back into the fund. And half the profits is split evenly over, over the 8 million coin holders. There's only 8 million coins. Beautiful. Very small amount. Now they paid uh, almost thirty percent profit to the people. So if you were in a thousand dollars, you got three hundred dollars last quarter. So toss, and they're very open. You can go to their website, go to their dashboard, and you can see what coins they own, how they traded it. They show you the trades on Polonex. They show you the trades on Bittrex. They have screenshots of everything they're doing. You can see how much their balances. You can see their keys, so you can verify. I've never seen a more open coin in my life than toss. Uh, and right now it's got a big dip. I would definitely get into it at four bucks. Toss is very beautiful. Uh, uh, and I'm in over 2000 coins on that. And I keep adding every time I make money on another coin, I add to it. I, my goal is to have 10,000 coins of toss, uh, because I believe toss is so undervalued. It should be at a hundred dollars at least because these guys are making tons of money. They go into ICOs exactly the right time. They, they know what they're doing and you can see everything. And a lot of the coins I bought is because they own it. I went and do research on it and wow, they, they know how to pick them. So, um, uh, uh, they made a lot of money on the, on the Bitcoin they had for, uh, uh, on the August 1st hard fork, they took most of it and sold it at different times. And the big, and the big rise when it hit like 809, they sold uh, uh, more, most of them. Now they only own nine. They're a very smart group of guys. Uh, but anyway, that's that's toss. Um, what else did I say? Um, uh, Nexus, Nexus wants to put little cubes, small cubes like this, maybe about ten inches uh, uh, each way, and they want to shoot them up in the sky and have them rotate around Earth. They want to shoot two thousand of them in the sky and have them. What do they say? What is that called when you uh, mesh net? I think mesh network. No, no, the, yeah, yeah, but no, no, when you shoot something in the sky and it rotates around Earth, I, don't, I forgot what that's called. But anyway, oh, yeah, in the atmosphere, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. So, and they're going to give internet to the whole world, the whole world. Mm-hmm. It's going to VPN, so nobody can track it. It's there. It's a private, yeah, Dude. free, free private internet. Yeah, decentralized right. private yeah. internet. So Actually, Nexus, um, before I forget, I do want to mention this about Nexus. They are hosting and the fed in philadelphia on september 9th and i will be there manning a booth as frontman so if you're in philadelphia september 9th come on down to the nexus event and the fed and uh say hi we have and, guest speakers and everything and and, and they're going to be in aspen at the end of september also that's awesome yeah they're doing yeah. great things man yeah, yeah you named a lot of great coins and um a lot of great reasons why they're probably going to be around and i'm with you i used to be a bitcoin maximalist but the longer and the more i learn about bitcoin the more i know that all coins are going to have to be there to relieve some of the stress off of the blockchain there's going to be purposes and use cases that 
don't necessarily fit Bitcoin's blockchain. And these are going to be where the altcoins come in. Not quite everything, but, you know, I think Bitcoin's going to consume most of the, the best altcoins and their best features. But some of the use cases, I think that altcoins are going to be around for a while. And like you said, you know, there's some that serve great purposes. Uh, you know, let's talk about mining a little bit, though, because um, there's there's been an announcement and uh, I've been following Adam Meister and I've been looking into it myself about this Bitcoin gold and that it's going to be a fork of Bitcoin and it will be GPU mineable, meaning that it won't even compete with the Bitcoin blockchain in mining hash power because it's not SHA-256 mining, it's GPU. So technically, it, it'll compete with ethereum mining or it could actually be there for when uh, ethereum goes to pos proof of stake uh, gpu miners that are using it for ethereum actually have a new use case for their miners and it will be something that can contribute to you know a version of bitcoin that can, carries their own blockchain so have you heard about uh, bitcoin gold at all yeah and i i truly believe that uh, he was paid um to pump it because he's made already three shows regarding it. Um, and I look, there's a lot of, uh, I think Bitcoin dark, Bitcoin plus, uh, there's a few other forks of it. I, I highly doubt Trezor and Nano are gonna, um, are gonna give you your coins. Uh, Bitcoin cash, they were kind of forced to because of how big it got and the players that are in it. But I, I just don't see it. Um, I mean, I'll take the free coins if they're going to do it, but mm -hmm. I really don't see it. And I don't dump my coins, by the way. Um, Man, I, I learned up, that I, lesson. Yeah. Uh, well, what I did is when it got to like 600, I dumped half. And I regretted it because it went to nine. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but I'm kind of feeling better now because it's right back at six. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what... I, you know the whole Adam Meister. He, 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 I disagree with him on, with him on so many fronts. I don't even know where to start with him. Well, but. well, take him out of the equation. I'm just wondering, like, yeah, 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 Bitcoin yeah, yeah. No, Cash, because that's. I just, I'm personally, I'm excited. I didn't understand Bitcoin Cash and what that airdrop meant. And me, I made a video on my YouTube showing people that I took a whole Bitcoin and bought a bunch of Litecoin just to mitigate my risk. And I didn't realize that I just gave away a whole free Bitcoin cash that I could have yeah. had. So like now when I see things like this, where it's like, hey, we're going to get an airdrop from a fourth version of Bitcoin. I was like, well, that sucks. It's going to be another thing that's going to take away from our market cap and hash power. And then I looked into it and I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. This Whoa. isn't even going to be anything that can compete with Bitcoin's hash power. So that's pretty cool. So I was in just this, I was just this, excited for free money. You know what I mean? In this day and age, the coin is the name behind it. And the people, the guy that's behind it is really an unknown guy. And uh, if you don't have a big name behind it, it's really, I mean, I, I don't see why it would be more than $2. I, I, I don't, uh, I mean, you know, we need a lot more information on it. We need to know who's the guys behind it. Which one are they going to fork? Are they going to fork Segwit one or are they going to fork uh, uh, the Segwit? Bitcoin Cash? Segwit, yeah. With well, uh, here's the problem. Segwit is copyrighted. So you can't just fork it and use it. So there's there, now this is what the big thing with 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 Segwit is it can't be forked anymore. From what I understand, there it's copyrighted. So there's there's a lot of issues that need to be answered that we need to uh, um, we need to know before they um, 
you know, before we get all excited and stuff, I really want to know more information. Yeah, I've actually dedicated some time to this because I'm, I, again, I didn't understand the Bitcoin cash and uh, the airdrop as well as I thought I did. I was more concerned about, oh, what if something goes wrong with the blockchain and I lose all of my Bitcoin? So let's buy some Litecoin. And I was like, damn, I missed out on an airdrop. So, I mean, if you know that you're going to get an airdrop based on your Bitcoin holdings and if you're using the correct wallet or exchange, Maybe I might end up selling my Litecoin for Bitcoin just to get the free stuff and then buy my Litecoin back. But I mean, like that's some of the, the new mindset that I have when I hear airdrops. And I'm thinking this might not be the last fork of Bitcoin. There may not be many, but this definitely isn't the last. And we may end up getting, you know, what I'm considering Bitcoin pinata dividends. Like I see what Adam's talking about just from holding Bitcoin. We're going to end up getting more and more free coin. Yeah, but don't call it what he calls it. I disagree with that that word a lot. They shouldn't be called that because it's absolutely not that. Well, if um, it doesn't compete with the uh, hash power, it's technically not as, you know, I mean, I wouldn't consider Bitcoin cash a dividend because it, it strictly competes with Bitcoin. That's not a dividend. But right, right. something like what I've so far, what I've come to understand about Bitcoin gold is it's not really competing. It's more like a fallback plan like well, Litecoin is. Does it does it have a face behind it other than that one guy on Twitter and that five dollar website? Yeah, no, not too much. Like I said, I'm trying to get as much information as I can. I'm going to try to make a video with the information I found and the questions I have. And then hopefully I can make another video with answers to the questions that I have. I'm trying to get somebody that is in the project on my show to interview because whenever I'm hearing about four versions of Bitcoin, you know, I'm not going to just write it off as fake news FUD. I'm, I'm going to give it the attention I thought, you know, that I didn't realize Bitcoin Cash deserved. Well, as as YouTubers, we need to give everything attention and filter it for the people that watch us. That's our yeah. job. Well, this is going to be my personal project because yeah. I'm personally interested and I want free money. I, yeah. I, well, I, we I need money. money. <laughs> I just want it. But here, here's my problem. My problem is we ran to crypto because we're sick of fiat and then printing money out of thin air. Now we started doing it. Ooh, fuck, man. Good call. Yeah, that's the problem. All right, you know what? That's a great segue. Dude, you're big on, you know, gold, silver, stuff like that. You're you're holding, you know, a lot. So I have not, not so much a question, but a statement I'd like you to carry on. When sure. it comes to doomsday money, you know, what do you think we're going to be using? Bitcoin, gold, silver, or ammo? Well, let me ask you a question. Give me the doomsday scenario. Let me finish it. For well, you. here... Every time I tell people, you know, when the when we when we're in World War Three, there's a financial collapse. You know, we're we're doomed for another financial collapse, if not a war. You know, it, it's there's you, so much stress. If you're in a situation where you have no electricity, yes, and there's martial law that, uh, in some one. parts of the country, okay, you need weapons mm -hmm. because you can have all the gold in the world. If you can't protect it, it's worthless. If you have all the silver in the world and you can't protect it, it's worthless. Um, uh, uh, oh, we're not on video. I was going to show you something. Uh, if you don't, if you can't protect yourself, you're, you're done. Here's what happens in a doomsday scenario. Uh, gangs start to form and start taking over swaths of land. Now, the reason I know this, because it happened in the Middle East, several different countries. And if you want to know exactly how it happened, go study, uh, uh, King Saad of Saudi Arabia and how he took over Saudi Arabia. Um, and then, and, uh, uh, barter is your only weapon. Now gold, it will be gold and silver will be, uh, uh, the, the, the leading 
if we have no electricity until we get some electricity back. But uh, uh, you need to be able to protect this. So you need more guns and more ammo than you have gold and silver. But I also believe whether we have a doomsday scenario or not, you should not put all your eggs in one basket. I'm spread very wide. I'm spread. I go from precious metals to property, land property where I rent out. I have uh, several apartments and homes that I rent out. And I have uh, my cryptos. Uh, I have uh, stocks uh, that I bought a long time ago. That I don't even touch. I don't look at the fucking price. I don't care. So I'm. I have my. I'm spread around widely, and the reason I do that is not you know to oh, show off. I consider those. I don't even consider them um, uh, investments. I consider them hedges. Uh, I'm wealthy. If anything happens, I want to stay wealthy. So it's insurance against the government collapse. It's insurance against corporate collapse. It's insurance against everything. So a lot of people, they'll make, for example, let's say you got a guy who makes $10,000 a month. The average Joe in the United States will spend the whole $10,000 uh, uh, a month. Um, and that's what I try to teach is stop spending. I have a series called Building Wealth. And the biggest problem people have is they don't know how to save a dollar. They don't know how to uh, what to do with the dollar if they didn't spend it. Uh, they just they just so uh, people need to. God, we're we're getting into a whole other subject now, but uh, definitely spread your eggs more than one basket. And in doomsday scenario, you better have your weapons ready. Exactly. I mean, if it ever comes down to oh, gold's going to be better money than Bitcoin because this, I'm like, well, if that's the case, we got bigger problems. That's let, that. let me let me tell you. Uh, I, I I I'm gonna I might get some some bad feedback on this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I have a seven year old daughter who had a birthday yesterday. She shot my AR-15. She shot my 308. My son can take out a Corona bottle at 1,000 yards with his 308. My wife can take out her nine and take down a group of three guys breaking into the house from three different places. I've trained my whole family how to protect our home. And that's in a doomsday scenario. If you want to be a prepper, the first thing you got to learn before you start storing food and water and anything is how to protect yourself. That's number one. Number two is you store food and water. Some gasoline. Uh, well, actually, number one, weapons is a guns and ammo is one. Number two is food and water. Number three would be some gold and some silver, some crypto, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what? Um, what about bubble talk, man? Because a lot of people think this is the bubble, and the bubble will pop any day now. A lot of people I've seen articles and posts about. You know, it's maybe not so much Bitcoin that's in a bubble, but the actual traditional stock market and real estate market. And since you're involved, maybe you would have something to comment I, on. Absolutely. Okay, let me. T I I lived through the bubble of the '90s, the web bubble, whatever you want to call it, the IT bubble, the tech bubble. A bubble doesn't involve billions bubbles involve trillions multiple trillions now i've told my wife we made a discussion we talked the minute that it hits one trillion dollar market cap we're going to sell half our crypto as soon as it starts getting to a trillion we're going to have a crash and it might be even higher than a trillion because you're seeing right now big movement out of the out of the um, 
out of the stock market into the crypto space. Now it just started. So people are starting to see profits. Once they start seeing profits on a larger scale, more people will leave the stock market and come into cryptos. And then you're going to see a crash in the market that you've never seen before. The market is way, way, way too high. It's way too bullish. It's too high. And Tone Vase thinks it's still even uh, too low. It should get higher. No. It's too high. Uh, uh, they, the, 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 We will have a, a stock market crash, but I do not believe in any way, shape, or form it will affect the, the crypto space. We will have a bubble and it will crash, and that's when all the altcoins will disappear and we won't have any more alts because we'll be heavy leg regu regulated because, you know, uh, when we have a crash, the government jumps in, we got to save you. Um, but we're far from a bubble. Our bubble will not even start to form till probably the summer of next year. Once the uh, once the people start getting their income taxes. Oh shit, yo! I didn't even think of that. Yo, my income tax is for show sure going into Bitcoin. Oh yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people. And you know what? I, I talk. You know how I discovered that? I made a whole show about it. I was talking to somebody, and they were like, uh, uh, "Hey, have you heard of Bitcoin?" I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, type Ozzy the BS filter in your YouTube, bro. But anyway, he says, uh, uh, well, when I get my, I don't have money to put in right now, but as soon as I get my income tax check, I'm going to buy crypto with it. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. How did I miss that? Yep. In the United yeah, States, for the, for the people watching that are not familiar with what I'm talking about, in the United States, the beginning of every year, by April 15, you have to file your taxes. In the United States, the IRS takes money out of your check every time you get paid. So that money will get withdrawn and then it's refunded back. When you file your taxes, uh, you get a nice check back. Average about five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000. Some people even get $8,000. So it's, it comes in one big lump sum in a check and it starts coming out in the beginning of February. I know I own tax services. So a lot of that money is going to go into the crypto space. I can see that now that you're bringing it up. I didn't think of that at all, honestly. That's actually well, that, that's uh, why I say the bubble will not start to form until then. Yeah, until wow. people start putting it in, and it's going to take them some time to figure out how and where. And you know, uh, uh, that's why I'll have a I'm going to have a Bitcoin ATM. Actually, a few different uh, cryptos uh, uh, I'll be advertising for sale uh, in the beginning of uh, uh, of that time. So I'll be signed up with uh, I'll be buying and selling for people. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a trustworthy guy. I'm known. Yeah, in the you are definitely. They would. Uh, well, I, I, here in my community, I'm. Uh, they love me here, so I would absolutely um, uh, help them buy it and like maybe charge a little commission. I don't see why not. No, not it's at all. You ha one. you have to. Otherwise, it's gonna burn you out, man. And you're gonna end up yeah. taking it out on the people you want to help because yeah. you know subconsciously you're not gonna be able to control that. So definitely. You know, take what you earn and, and, you know, don't feel bad about that. What you're doing for people, they're going to be so grateful in such a short amount of time. It's worth that very small commission you're going to make for your time spent. And your time spent helping others is time not spent helping yourself. So in, in my personal opinion, dude, that you're like a freaking Robin Hood of, of information. You're just out there taking information and giving it to the poor, dude. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. 
I, I appreciate your show, dude. I, I really feel like you and a couple other YouTubers have some really hidden gems, and, and the BS Filter on YouTube is one of the most underrated shows. I think that when people find it, they're like, how the fuck did I not hear about this guy sooner? And you know what? The only thing I think it could possibly be, Ozzy, personally, is that you're not as active in every other YouTuber's live chats, maybe, because like a lot of the times, I get a lot of people from just interacting from other group chats, live feeds, and you know, you're busy man so well i i i the problem with that is i don't want to look like i'm out you know pumping myself on other people's channel because i i don't i don't like it when they do it on my channel you know they'll be oh, on my no, live no, show no, talking no, about think... this show he's giving away a Litecoin. i'm like wait what the fuck are you doing here man you can't take my people uh, don't know. yeah, don't look at it like that because I yeah. love when people come in and I'm I even dude I don't know if you've noticed but a couple times when I'm live you actually go live and I'm live and I tell people to go watch you live. Well, you know what? When I go live, that's the only time I have of the day to go. So uh, I don't I don't I don't have a schedule like you. You're seven o'clock every day. I don't have a schedule, so I have to go when whenever I have free time and I go in there and I shoot that hour. And I actually cut it down. I used to be um, half hour show, half hour Q and A. Now I cut it down. Now I just do my show, get to the point, tell everybody their information, and then we'll meet them at the Discord after. Uh, but last night I went in real late, like at one in the morning, I did a Q and A. And wow, at one o'clock in the morning in, in California time, and we had over 60 viewers. I was amazed. Yeah, it's hard because a lot of viewers you may get from Europe or other parts of the world. And when it's a good time for you to go live, it's really not a good time for them to watch. So I could see that being the case. I did have a couple more questions I wanted Fire to get away, to. Buddy. Um, a lot I got of people... all, all night. I got all night for you, man. Well, that's good because I have a shit ton of questions, man, because uh, you are a wealth of knowledge. And some of the things you know, I, mean, I like to tell people, I am not an expert. I have way more questions about cryptocurrencies than I have answers. And there's some things other people know a lot more and a lot better than I do. And that's why I have them come on my show, just like you, well, Ozzy. The so, reason, before, before you get to the question, I just want to make a comment. The reason why I, I thought I would be important for YouTube is because they haven't seen most of the YouTubers um, are either like you uh, where, you know, they work and they, you know, they do the crypto or they got wealthy from crypto. They owned it a long time and they got wealthy from it. There's no guy that's like already successful, um, owns a bunch of companies and got into crypto and doing a YouTube channel. I'm like different. And I wanted to bring that aspect that, wait a minute, you know, Hey, we're here too. We want to get into it. We, we can, we know what we're doing. We want to, you know what I'm saying? Um, I hope that didn't sound show, show offish a little bit, but like for example, like uh, Richard Hart, he's got uh, tons of money. I mean, he's he's talking from a, a wealthy standpoint from crypto, uh, where uh, uh, I hustled my life in in business to get uh, uh, to where I'm at, and then I got into crypto. So I I think I bring a little different angle to it also. You do for sure. And you know what? Let me pick your brain on some of this because I think you're and you are. Uh, I shouldn't say I think I know you're you're much more professional than I am when it comes to crypto and information and stuff like that. So yeah, I've given about, my opinion on that a few times. too. <laughs> Um, and I'll be honest, I don't want to try too hard because that means I have to upkeep that professionalism and I do not make any money doing this. So the least I try, the little effort I put in, the less of a job it seems and the more of a hobby it is and the more fun it is. So if I were to make it a job and I'm not getting paid for it, I would take it out on my viewers. I don't want to do that. So I don't want to work too hard to upkeep that, that level of quality if I can't 
financially back it with the time put in. But once I catch up, that's where I think the professionalism and effort and all that will be very worthwhile. But unfortunately, I have a nine to five that just takes 10 hours of my day every day. But anyway, I wanted to pick your brain about taxes and retirement when it comes to crypto. I've noticed, I've seen so many articles coming out about IRAs rolling into crypto and, and the GBTC, which is the global Bitcoin trusting on the traditional stock market, it's not technically the ETF, but you can invest using traditional manners, you know, those things. So what do you think first off about, you know, Bitcoin and retirement? And then what do you think about like when things comes to things like Bitcoin and taxes? Okay, I'm going to start with the taxes second. I'll go with this one first. So this is what's happening. So moms and dads, middle class people that uh, send their money to an IRA or to a stock or whatever, um, uh, their extra money every month. Uh, they're hearing about crypto and they're seeing all these people making money. So they're picking up the phone, they're calling their brokers. Uh, hi, uh, I want Bitcoin. Oh, I'm sorry, we don't offer that. That's crypto, that's too high risk. Uh, we don't. Okay, then you know what? I need to pull my money out and uh, thank you very much. And then mm -hmm. they started noticing too many calls, too much, many people doing it. So they're like, wait a minute, hit the brakes. We gotta do something. So right now there's 62 different funds by three different uh, 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 fund managers making portfolios that are strictly crypto. And these these three are going to be the most successful because all the other ones, they're going to come in too late. So, uh, and Fidelity is one of them. Uh, um, so now these guys will not be buying shit like Civic and, uh, and Zcash or Monero. These guys will be buying. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, uh, those top, they'll, they'll be buying top three, top five, maybe max. Uh, so you're going to see, a, and, and that's why I tell people the bull market is in the crypto is going to last for a long time. You'll see 10, $10 billion dips, and then it'll go back up 30, 40, $10 billion dip. It'll go up 40, 50, 10 billion. It's going to go in waves like that all the way for the next year and a half. As far as taxes are concerned, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this in the easiest way I know possible. You pay the mafia their vig, you pay their mafia their share, and they give you protection. Well, the IRS and the government is the mafia. You give them their cut, and that's it. Be fair, give them their cut, and go on. You don't. They're gonna be breathing down your neck, and they will take everything. Uh, and if you think they don't know that they will not be investigating exactly where and everything is before they audit you, you're gladly mistaken. If you think you just because you own Monero, you can hide it from them. Trust me, the government has hired people specifically for this. They have a, a company called Chanalysis, piece of shit, bunch of kids that decided to help the government because they couldn't find any other way to make a job. Uh, so they're, they're, you're making money, give them their fucking cut, and that's it. That's my opinion, and that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. And that's what I've always done. Give them their fucking cut. I got audited in 2009, full-blown audit. They came to the offices. They checked invoices, received. I mean, they spent fucking nine months. It came back zero. Zero. The guy that the guy that did the audit, he's about 40 years old. He said he's done about 3,000 audits. First time in his fucking life it came back zero. First time I didn't owe them a penny. He says most people always uh, – that's the only way to go. Pay them their fucking money, and they'll and and use their protection. Use their protection. Ooh, 
I like that, man. I love that analogy. You're not wrong. I mean, that is kind of how it is. <laughs> it's just more organized crime. In the, right? in, the, in, the, in the olden days, the mafia would come to your uh, store, say, listen, we want $1,000 a month, and we'll give you our protection. Now, what they mean is we'll protect you from us. <laughs> but, uh, well, no. Okay, I'm paying you 1000 You call them, say, hey, listen, man, I got a guy fucking bothering me. Trust me, they'll take care of him for you. Because if they don't, they'll be like, what the fuck am I paying you for? But back then, they were too stupid to do that. So uh, uh, now, you know what? Uh, uh, you you uh, need protection? You go to the government. You need something? You go to the government. You use every fucking thing they have for you. And they have a lot of shit, but people don't know what they have. They don't learn. They don't go study. They don't go, uh, 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 you know, learn. You don't have, they have no idea what's out there for them. Yeah, people definitely need to start taking advantage of the things they pay for. Yeah, the, the, let me tell you something. If you want to open a business, you don't need a penny. If you know, uh, if you do your homework right, if you want a loan, if you want to go to college, if you if if you want to get laid, they got things for you. I mean, they have programs and uh, uh, they got money for everything for everybody. You go to the government, tell them, you know what? Uh, 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 I have a sex problem. They'll fucking take care of it. They'll take care. I'm telling you, they got everything. You know, let's segue in, uh, away from that into something else, man, back to YouTube, because you know, what, what is some advice you wish you had that's like some things that you've learned along your way that you wish you knew before you started YouTube that would make your experience as a content creator easier. That way we can help somebody out because the more people we have creating content and the better, uh, content they create, the better for the uh, in the community itself. So please go and advise the some of the earlier, newer people. Advice I can give someone is don't take it to heart. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, if you're gonna read every comment and take it to heart, you will literally, um, like, I still it still happens to me, but I've calmed it down a little bit. My wife talked to me. I have some friends on here that talk to me like, you can't do this. Imagine when you have 30 people on there. You know, you can't. The people are going to troll. You got to let them troll. You got to let them just let them troll. And that's the best I can advice. Don't take negative uh, 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 to heart. And sometimes there's a hidden message in there, in mm -hmm. there, in there. Uh, uh, like when somebody tells you you're a fucking liar, fuck off. There's a message in there. He's trying to tell you something. And it's not necessarily the insult you said something in there that 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 wasn't right you, you know uh uh don't just don't act that's the best thing i can tell you just don't act you know people go in there and they act uh, uh like a certain person and then three days shows later they forget <laughs> what, who they were acting and then they're you know just stay real and don't take everything to heart yeah, I definitely uh, know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, quick, quick, accidental shout out to Jedi Knight and all of his uh, viewers. I, I read the comments of his last video. I'll admit I did not watch the video. I do not have an hour and a half to dedicate to somebody else's channel where they're I talking watched. about me. So I did not watch any of it. But what I did do, Ozzy, and I wish I did not do, I did read every single comment. And like you said, do not take it to heart. I looked at them and saw what comments I could do something about and what comments I could never do anything about. And some of them actually ended up giving me some good advice in 
inside their hateful messages. So I appreciate a lot of that. And like, you know, you bust my balls, but but that's that's constructive criticism. If somebody says something Whoa. to you, what you do with that information is what the information is. So if you take information and you do nothing, it's an insult. But if you take information and you actually do something about it, that's constructive. Now you went from being hurt to being helped. Help yourself. Listen. I, 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 look, I, I don't criticize anyone's content. I criticize approach. Like you, I shoot you out. I'll tell people go to your channel because I know you're not going to lead them the wrong way. But your approach, my problem with you, when I ever uh, talk about it on one of my shows, is your approach. And, uh, but other than that, your content's great. Now, Jedi Knight, I watched the whole thing. I read every comment. Um, if you watch it, he was very respectable, first of all. Oh, he is. We're uh, friends. We talk. Yeah, he was we very talk. respectable. Um, and he won a bet from somebody actually for $300 and had him send him to me <laughs> to donate to the shelter, that, which I thought was pretty cool. But anyway, um, I watched the, the whole thing. <laughs> Did I help? Huh? Was the bet on me? No, 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 no. Okay, thank God. I was like, yo, I hope he isn't betting money on me. I'm a wild card. It didn't involve me anyway either. It was just a, a thing. But anyway, the, um, he, his, his audience, they like him a lot, and they protect him in a in a in a, in a fashion I've never seen before. I mean, yep. they protect him amazingly, and I have mine, mine, my people also. They protect me. And sometimes they overly protect, and I think that's what happened in 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 in, in that case. You know, uh, look, they're all they're all bit connectors. Yeah, it's a cult, and I don't want to fuck with a cult. You're, <laughs> you're anti bit connect, so obviously you're going to collide. And if you go to a hardcore Christian and try to teach them Islam, what are you going to get? Probably the crucified. Same, yeah, and the same thing if you go to uh, uh, if you go carrying a Bible in Saudi Arabia and try to teach them Christianity, you probably wouldn't survive. So when you go when somebody there in something they believe in, they have their hard earned money in it. They have the, the see, you are attacking people that already have their money in it. It's too late for them. You can't do. You need to educate and teach the people that are not in it yet. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And his problem was, uh, which is the approach. If they're already in it, bro, it's over. The party's over. I don't know why you're even talking about them anymore. You want to teach people that are not in it yet. And the problem he also had, and you set yourself up, by the way, Ken, by certain videos where you teach people how to log in and you're caught. People don't buy this Darwinism, all this. They don't buy it, bro. They don't, you know, you're, you're, you're. If you want to get anywhere with the BitConnect thing, you have to talk to the people that are not in it yet and not to the people that are already in it because you will collide. Now, as far as uh, uh, BitConnect in itself, I, you know what? I trust BitConnect more than I trust Wells Fargo Bank. How okay, yeah, no, I I, I agree with you <laughs> also, but that <laughs> mean that's just one of those situations where you're voting between a turd sandwich and a giant. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying the problem is we have companies out right now, like right now Wells Fargo might get shut down or bought out because of the scandal with the fake accounts, and these are these are 
real life shit, not internet shit. They were inventing, they were making people fake accounts and sending them credit cards. And, and, and they were supposed to uh, uh, do that. So uh, we, and, and then and then BitConnect had a situation. They kept paying people. They, uh, they took care of it in a professional manner, a lot better than the way Wells Fargo took care of it with the fake accounts. You see what I'm saying? So I'm in a, between a rock and a hard place. I can't call it a scam. I, there's not one shred of evidence. It's but you could call it stupid at least, right? You see well, the stupidity well, in the it. What, what would you call stupid? Which part? The part that you're selling your Bitcoin just to buy it back. I mean, like, again, well, you have even said well, if you would have did it when Bitcoin was $1,000, you're still struggling to buy back well, that same amount well, of Bitcoin. He, well, he fought it with, well, if you would have bought, if you would have kept the BitConnect tokens that you were paid, you would have made a million dollars. But who's going to keep a thousand BitConnect when they were 20 cents? They want to get their money back, right? So they wouldn't keep them. But he has a point and we have a point. Right. You know what? Let's you know, um, but, let's talk about some other things though. Are you in yeah. any uh, platforms like this? Are you in any like interest growing or, or compounding be, type platforms or anything? I, to be honest with you, bro, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't consider, I'm going to get heat on this. I don't consider BitConnect like GladiaCoin. You remember GladiaCoin? Yeah, fuck GladiaCoin. Yeah, I, I don't consider BitConnect like that. I would never go into anything like GladiaCoin, Wallex Plus, Hourly CC, all this bullshit, pay you 10% a day. Like BitLink, they still have their thing up. They're not paying nobody. People are just sending them their Bitcoin. You know, so I try to throw it in everything. By the way, guys, BitLink's not paying. Do not sign up people sign up anyway because they still have the website up or they would have closed it so uh and and then the crazier part is like people leave their videos teaching people how to sign up to bitlake and how they're paying and they don't go and delete it delete the videos once that site goes rogue that's another problem we have on youtube yeah that crypto okay. shell i mean crypto girl yeah she still has her videos for bit bitlake and they, and they even though they stop it she won't go back and delete the videos because now somebody's going to see it and they're going to go sign up and they didn't see the video where you're telling them that oh by the way they're stopping paying well so you know what are there any platforms that you would consider somewhat safe i know nobody you can never say yes this is a 100 trustworthy platform but are there any that you're in or you could I, recommend so because so, some people I, they are looking for platforms so yeah. is there anyone that you would put your if name on I, like i use this i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a comment i'm gonna say if i was in bitconnect i would not disclose it that's number one very important thing if even if i was in bitconnect i wouldn't disclose it that's the reason why i wouldn't disclose it is because somebody might be like oh well, he's in it he's rich he's got all money i should get into it and then if it shuts down they'll be like osmi you said you were in it and and i followed you and now i'm fucked I would never disclose it. So if I was in it, I wouldn't disclose it. I'm not in it. Now, I am in something called TOS. TOS is something similar. They pay every three months. They split their profit with everybody. Um, I do not consider it a platform, if you will, but it's very similar. You know, they pay profit, but they don't pay every day and they don't tell you how much and they don't get, they don't make no promises. That's the difference. They're legit. They show you their trades. They show you, you know, you can check... Uh, uh, you can check their, um, yeah, they're very open. Toss, I trust uh, 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 more. Uh, uh, 
Big Connect. I, I, I really, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have the problem is the way they, the way they took care of their last thing. I can't. You can't. It's hard to call them a scam. They, they took care of it. They, they did the right thing for what they are. I, I don't want to. I don't want to bring up too much and talk too much on this. I, I do want to talk on that. I, I, uh, just let I me. I don't know any other platforms besides Toss. I don't really know of any. I want to check that one out. Toss is you just buy the coins and there's only they're only sold on a couple of exchanges, but you should really read about it. It's a great, great coin. Great well, yeah, coin. I always and I will definitely recommend everybody do their own due diligence yeah. and don't just go throwing money at something because Ozzy said throw money at something. Remember, yeah, yeah. we're yeah. just YouTubers, bro. You know, don't be taking any YouTubers advice. Just take it for information. Take that information and apply it into your own due diligence. That way you can make your own decision and not just be a, a mindless sheep. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about um, some other things here. Like, what do you think about things like the banks and stuff? Uh, have you seen like the uh, China is looking at Ripple and and stuff like that, or do you not pay too much time to or too much I, attention to that? I pay attention to everything, <laughs> everything you can imagine, from politics to banks to finance, everything. Um, Ripple is bank owned. We all know that. When is the last time? A bank made anyone rich? Uh, yeah, crickets, because never. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do not touch Ripple, and I would never tell anybody to touch Ripple. And yeah, how much you gonna get? There's like a hundred billion of them. There's forty billion of them in circulation, but there's gonna be a hundred billion. How high is it gonna get? A dollar? Okay, it's twenty-five cents now. You're gonna triple your money, and you have to wait years for it. It's not worth it. I don't. I. Uh, Ripple's a waste of money. I don't think I don't. I, why would it reach a dollar anyway? And how much can it reach? Well, not the value. Rich, you want to buy something at a dollar and hits fifty dollars. You're not going to get rich from buying something at twenty five cents and goes to sixty cents. Oh yeah, for sure. But no, not just the value. But I'm talking the use case, the actual replacement of the bank protocol language, Swift, and um, using the uh, Ripple well, language. Here's the problem. Swift is every every transaction done with a check and a routing number is done through swift and they're owned by the west they're owned by the establishment and this establishment has used swift as a weapon so the russians and the chinese are trying to get away from that uh from that shell they're in because it can be used as a just like a couple years ago when they uh, visa and mascot stopped allowing uh transactions in russia so Russia decided to go make their own Visa and MasterCard. Then Visa and MasterCard are like, what the fuck did we just do? So they gave it back to them immediately, hoping that Russia stops. Their, their, but I guarantee you Russia is continuing and building it with China together. Uh, that's the problem. The West owns everything. They own everything. Swift, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover. They own everything. Any transactions in the world is owned by the establishment. So I don't blame... Uh, 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 Russia and China, all these big uh, big guys, to to go their own own direction. Do you see a future for banks and Bitcoin, or do you think you know personal wallets are going to replace banks and and stuff? Do you see an integration, or do you see a hostile takeover? I'm sorry, run that by me one more time. When it comes to cryptocurrencies, uh, you know, like banks are pretty much looking like they're banking on Ripple. Uh, but, you know, do you think Bitcoin and private wallets are going to replace banks like a hostile takeover like Netflix did the blockbuster? Or do you think banks are going to adopt Bitcoin and become, you know, a wallet or an exchange? They're, like, they're could, Wells Fargo, could Wells Fargo become Coinbase? They're too smart. 
to let uh, crypto uh, destroy them. They're too smart. They have money. They will adapt. They will find their own coins. They will do their own thing, but they will absolutely not let crypto destroy them because crypto will destroy them if they do not look as soon as uh verizon uh uh and the people you pay your rent to start accepting crypto what the fuck do we need banks for as soon as the electric companies start taking crypto what do we need banks for they're done so they need to adapt fast because companies are waking up and starting i take crypto and i'm just a little guy imagine if if verizon tomorrow says you know what you can pay with uh, crypto Mm-hmm. And then you you can start paying your rent with crypto. You can pay electric bill with crypto. What? It's done because they're all there's com- competition. Verizon does it. They're all going to do it. Electric company does it. All electric, all the utilities are going to do it because they'll take customers away. So uh, uh, competition is badass. It's beautiful. All we need is just a couple of big companies do it, and banks get flushed down the toilet. Well, I, that's a future I want to live in. But you know what, though? Let's wrap it up. I have uh, a couple questions. You know what? I'll wrap it up with this one here, man. Sure. Um, uh, one or two, actually. What software wallet or hardware wallet do you use? Like, what are you using for your long-term holding that you're not touching? And then what do you use for, like, your short-term holding and daily spending? I use a Trezor. I have several. Um, and I'm making three of them where I have um, 210 Litecoin, 21 Bitcoin, and uh when um, i put it away uh, i mean uh yeah litecoin and bitcoin 21 and 210 and i put it away in a safe deposit box for my children when they get a certain age so i'm gonna have three of those for all three of my kids and then whatever i have over that that's for me i love my trezors and then for my everyday use i have also a trezor for like uh when it doesn't have that much in it that i build into it and i have a bread wallet my favorite bread and loaf All right, man. Uh, one last thing uh, to wrap it up. If if the viewers or audience were going to take anything from this, what do you implore that they take from this? What is the one thing that you want them to take away from this conversation? What do you think they should go ahead and take that with them, please? Protect the space. This is our last chance to get our world back, protect the space. Don't let happen to what happened with governments and we lost it all. The crypto space might save us, but we have to unite together, stand together and protect it. And we can get our world back. We can get our country back. We can get our governments back. We can get everything back, protect it. Stop the scams, stop the hype sites and protect it that's all i can see beautifully said absolutely beautiful thank you so much ozzy from the bs filter uh what i would like everybody to do is head on over to youtube type in ozzy the bs filter and subscribe uh you know i've obviously if you've listened to this conversation you know this man is a wealth of knowledge a straight up robin hood of information you know um i, I think that a lot of people could learn a lot from Ozzy and Ozzy, I really hope you keep up with your channel because you're doing the industry, the crypto community, a very big service. Um, there is literally no way for me to say thank you enough. Uh, I appreciate all your, you know, I appreciate your respect. I appreciate your information and I appreciate your feedback and your, and your, uh, 
you know, criticism. I appreciate you, Ozzy. I really do. So please keep doing what you're doing. Uh, thank you for coming on my show to talk. And I, I really hope everybody goes and subscribes because I think your show is one of those diamonds in a rough. And when people find it, you know, their eyes are going to light up just like Aladdin's did. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? Thank you so much for having me, bro. And thank you to all the viewers uh, for taking time out of their day and listening to us. Thank you. All right, man. Everybody have a night. All right. Good night.